Pianist Alain Grimaud's latest Deutsche Grammophon release revolves around one of the world's most precious resources, water. The record features works by nine composers that all center around this necessary element. In between these unaccompanied piano pieces are transitions composed by Nitin Sani, a British multi-instrumentalist and also this project's producer. The album theme not only highlights the music as something beautiful and inspirational, but also as a key source of life and human dependence. The recording evolved from a collaboration between Grimaud and contemporary artist Douglas Gordon, who created a water-themed installation at New York's Park Avenue Armory in December 2014. It was a series of performances at the Park Avenue Armory. It was, in fact, an installation from contemporary artist Douglas Gordon, where the Wade Thompson drill hall was flooded, and the music was performed there, and it was recorded for archival purposes at first. And then when listening to the sound that was captured there, it seemed like the perfect sound for the recording and for the work with Nitin. So it was perhaps also my way of not wanting to say goodbye to something which had been a very, very powerful experience. The sound that came out, I thought, was beautiful and fitting as the atmosphere for the recording, if you will. For this performance, Gordon transformed the armory by slowly flooding the entire hall to create a field of water that surrounded Grimaud. It was quite a mesmerizing process, and it was decided in the very last few days of rehearsal before the series of performances began that the flooding of the hall would be part of the concert experience. So the first, let's say, 12 minutes, which is a long, long time for New Yorkers to sit because people didn't know what to expect, and all of a sudden the water started to seep through the seams of the floor. So you had these dark, glistening puddles that would just merge as if magnetically attracted to each other, every time forming a different map on the floor. Most of the audience was in the balcony. A few audience members were around the pool. Some audience members were at the very edge of that, up against the walls. And then in that immensity somewhere was a Steinway concert grand, two-thirds into the space. And so once the floor was submerged, it created that very, very special matrix atmosphere where people lost all sense of orientation. I wanted it to be something that started very fragile and vulnerable from the start and was immediately sort of setting the mood for the impermanence not only of water but of the human condition. So in fact it needed that special atmosphere. Grimaud reflects on why she gravitated towards the specific repertoire. First of all, it was the beauty of the repertoire. It was something which I always wished to explore. And of course, once I got down to it, I realized how many pieces there actually were. And it was just the beauty and the poetry of this music which led me to wanting to make a program out of it and a recording. That was the first motivation. The others sort of grew out of this as a intuitive feeling once you start to think about water as a source of inspiration and as a metaphor, as it was for all these creators and artists who were inspired by it, you cannot help but start to look into simply water as a source of life, as the most essential resource that we all depend on, and then it becomes something else. You know, it morphs into an artistic invitation for a uh, greater awareness about water and the lack of it and how difficult it is for so many people on this planet to actually have access. In selecting the program, Grimaud took inspiration from composers including Berio, Faure, Ravel, Liszt and Debussy. At the end, the language used by most of those 19th century composers is just very similar. It's a lot of arpeggiated structures and a lot of notes to create the sense of movement. 
and pulsation and undercurrent in the waters. The compositions were woven together by seven composed transitions. Grimaud explains the importance of Nitinsani's contribution. I've admired Nitinsani's music for many years, starting with Filter, with Prophecy, Vertical Road, and so many of the things he's done I find to be extremely beautiful, and I also find it to be a wonderful synthesis of different musical cultures and, and traditions from around the world. And so I felt that this was a beautiful way of underlining the universal dependence on this most precious resource of all. So I knew I wanted him from the beginning, and really what he's doing there is he's composing. So I want to ask a living composer to contribute something to help link all the different moods and perspectives of the album. And so there he was. Grimaud's unique weaving of abstract pieces from the 19th and 20th century with newly composed transitions creates a unique journey for the listener. In particular, she found Debussy's La Cathédrale Anglouté to be an appropriate and haunting conclusion to her program. Debussy is probably one of the most brilliant composers ever to be in terms of his facility of language and modernity of his language. But at the same time, of all of the preludes, and God knows there are so many fantastic ones, I think that's probably the most remarkable of all of them. And symbolically, I also found it to be a fitting conclusion to the program, again, because of this ominous nature and this piece which speaks of an ecological disaster and something which leads to the disappearance of you know, an entire city. And so it has this, this haunting, but this is, of course, much more dominant in that it speaks of a lost world, of a lost kingdom, and you only get to see, with the tidal movements, you only get to see some little part of it, as in its cathedral, sort of re-emerge to the surface, but only as a phantom vision, as almost as a mirage. And so it seemed to have the solemn quality that I needed to close a program because of the ecological dimension. Take time to listen to it in its entirety. I don't know, it's just a wonderful journey. It's so incredibly varied. It's really mesmerizing. For Crossover Media, this is Amanda Bloom.